What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter Podcast, presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. You got Jones and Sully here, and uh, we are here on what is now, I guess, Black Tuesday, uh, considering Black Monday is now carried over into Black Tuesday in the NFL. Uh, we had a Joe Judge firing after we thought he was going to be brought back. Um, all signs were that he was going to be brought back. He had a meeting with the owner yesterday, and that didn't result in a firing and then today he had another meeting and that did result in a firing so a little bit of mixed signals there but I think Giants fans uh, generally are probably happy about that considering he went four and 13 this year and two two games worse than than last year um, but he's uh, far from the only guy without a job this this uh, this year after the season they also got Matt Nagy gone from the Bears Vic Fangio gone from the uh, Broncos Mike Zimmer from the Ray, uh, the Vikings, and who we miss him? Oh, Brian Flores from the Dolphins, which is the big surprise of, of Black Monday. Um, there's always one I feel like that you don't see coming, and Flores was definitely that. That's got to be it. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't. I don't know where the Dolphins' head is there. Where did they go? Nine and eight, or? Yeah, they started. Yeah, they started zero and seven, I think, and they were one and seven, and then. Yeah. And then won nine of their last eight games, or eight of their last nine games. Um, so you know, think about that. They don't if they don't go one. You know, they go three and four or three and five. Their first eight they games went, instead of one and seven. They're they're a playoff team and like you know ten wins or yeah, eleven like wins. Eleven wins and like in for the division. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. I just I don't see like where you're gonna where you're going to go to improve that. Like as a Giants fan, I'm Brian Flores is now at the top of my list. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, I think Brian Flores, like he's the type of guy who like puts his head down. Like you don't really hear much from him. Like, like he's under the Belichick tree, right? Yeah. Well, it's saying he, he shares a lot of the same qualities of, of Joe judge that people that endeared people to judge when he was first hired. Yeah. Um, but Flores has had success with the X's and O's, you know, and it's not like the well, Dolphins. Yeah. So, so let's talk about Joe Judge for a second because this is wild. This is so like they repeatedly said like he's coming back, he's returning, and like he the meeting with him yesterday. This really took me by surprise. Um, I, I'm like I was very shocked when I just found it. Like probably just the shock that was like the Flores news for me. I, honestly, I haven't been as much in the loop as you probably have been with the Giants, but. Um, I mean, granted, there was no doubt in my mind Joe Judge should have been fired from his press conferences alone. I mean, this guy's a this guy's like a, a bumbling idiot. Like the things that he said, like calling teams clowns, and like, like I I, I don't know what this guy is ever thinking. To be honest, like for like like you know, we could go to play calling. Like, did he fire Joe Judge or is that a gentleman choice? That's a that's a, that was a John Mara or John Mara choice. John I mean, Mara. I mean, ever since. Ever since that happened, they've been way worse too. I'll be honest. Ever ever since they fu- their offense was co- was slightly competent, not great, but like okay. And ever since they oh, you're talking about Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett, yeah. Oh yeah, I believe that was a Joe Judge decision. Oh, that was Joe were, Judge. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I thought you were saying it. Yeah, so that was firing a firing ter- Judge. That, that was a terrible choice, clearly, because like Freddie Kitchens can't do shit. Uh, we know that, and like, look, Garrett isn't amazing, and he's very vanilla, and he's look, he's really not sexy. It's it's kind of terrible defending him. But he did a way better job than anyone who's called the plays, a.k.a. Freddie Kitchens. Uh, they looked like an NFL team, at least, with an NFL offense with, with Garrett. 
they could move the ball. And granted, a yeah. lot of that was with Daniel Jones too. But even there was there was some Daniel Jones with with um, without without Garrett, and they were equally as they were just terrible, even worse. Yeah, so, they were not good. Uh, if that yeah, was I a mean, Georgia, that's not like, that's terrible. Yeah. I will say it's it's you know they are who they had at quarterback the last five six games of the year is like a it's a joke you know i know but, Glennon, but like a third and but like a third and nine and you're running quarterback sneaks i mean yeah i mean so the the uh, apparently like the motivation behind that was that we're just so bad on offense yeah is get more room for the punter because we're inside the five yard line and we're so bad on offense you know it's just yeah. like you can't. But they were already at like the four or five yard line. Like you don't need. Like you can like just run the ball or something. Like you know. Like it's such a bad optic. Like you could do a pitch to the outside, run the ball. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Especially when you have Saquon in the backfield. Like you know. It's not oh like yeah, you've Saquon. Got... We want those three point three yards of carry. But yeah, still, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not like you got quarter. nobody back. It's not like you've got some, you know, fourth string running back back. Devontae Booker is very solid too, though. Devontae Booker had a really good year. He is. I mean, he was. He was. He did a better job. I mean, obviously Barkley's more talented, but he did a better job than Barkley did. Like, no doubt about it. Like every metric, like you look at, it, like he like uh, probably than other than explosive plays. Like he had more yards per carry. He did. He did like he was very more efficient on his touches. Like better in the red. Like did better when he was the starter. Like Booker is really like really solid. Like he's not a sexy name, but there's just so many questions on this Giants team, and I guess. They have got the two top seven or eight picks, which is a positive. They're in cap yeah, nightmare. They have, uh, five and seven. Five and seven. A, we a, got official. yeah. We we got four and ten. We got screwed by the Seahawks winning that last game. But so that's I a know. positive. Uh, that was obviously a big positive. We have a clean slate with a GM and a head coach. But the issue though is why is Harbaugh? Why is Flores? Why is one of those guys gonna want to come to this position where like? There's not a not there's not there's only so much reworking of the roster you can do right now, um, where like you know obviously you have the draft picks but like they're in a cap, really cap nightmare situation and they don't have talent really on the team like like Kenny Galladay might go down as one of the worst wide receiver contracts ever at this rate like he had I don't care who's playing quarterback I don't care if you're playing quarterback he had, he's a touchdown maker like that's his thing he had zero touchdowns on the year. Yeah, it's how embarrassing. Do, how does that? It's not like he had like eighty six catches for eight hundred and ninety yards or like ninety for a thousand. Like, oh, he did well. Like, he was putrid. Like Barkley. Like Barkley is like. Barkley's like like Barkley probably wasn't even like no he wasn't he wasn't a top thirty running back this year not in fantasy not in real life there was, he had like two he had like three or four explosive plays all year like, like the line is pretty bad other than you know Andrew Thomas is a great pick that's something positive. You got a couple pieces on defense, but it's like, it's not like a super super young team either. Like it's not like the Jets have no. the youngest team by far. So it's like, there's so much retooling and rebuilding, and like, there's so much that needs to be done, and like we don't know what Daniel Jones. Like we kind of know probably Daniel Jones isn't the guy, but like I mean you can't pay him at this point in a year from now, being where you you already don't have a good cap situation, and then you're probably obviously not going to pay Barkley. Um, so like a lot of the talent you have, you, you may end up losing and I, I, it's, you want to just start off fresh and start from scratch, but it's like a lot of these like contracts like Galladay and like these players, like you kind of, they're going to make an effort to re-sign them to some level. I feel like, cause it's like, I don't know, like, what are, are they, yeah. yeah, what do you do? You just let, maybe Barkley's not going to have a market. I feel like someone will give him money. I mean, look, I think Barkley will be better. 
uh, on a on, with a better line, of course, anyone would be. But he just like always goes for the home run, and he and he takes these like three and four yard losses that like the downhill running backs like the Cooks and the and the Zeeks they just don't take those types of losses. Like like he need like those th- negative three yard losses. Like like sometimes he'll make nice moves and get back to the line of scrimmage, and it's like oh that was nice, but you like lost a yard or you you got nothing and and. Yeah. Uh, Good, granted, the line's really bad. There's no threat in the quarterback, but even when Daniel Jones is playing, he was not he, he was not doing it. And like uh, games where they played together, Booker's out playing. I'm like, there's so many issues on this team. And like, you're a pretty optimistic guy with the Giants, as I am with the Jets. But like, I mean, the most optimism probably is is that is that right? Judge and Gettleman are both out. Right? That's probably the best. Yeah, I mean, that's that's really all we got right now. You know, and the two the two first round picks. Um, yeah, I agree. Like, the, we do, we're not void of talent, but we're so far. We're like somehow so far away. We're just as far away as a team that is void of talent. You know, compared to the amount of cap that you have on the books right now, money that you have on the books, you're very void of talent compared to the amount of money on the books. I'd say. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's where that's it is for sure. We might have the worst cap situation in the league if you want to compare it, like ratio wise, talent wise, is yeah. delivered to what yeah. we spend. Because um, usually those teams that are on the bottom are teams like like the Saints obviously had the situation with Breeze and and you know and like you got teams like the Rams down there that have mortgaged their future and it's like okay it makes sense and like teams like the Chiefs and you got a lot of teams like that that are going all in and you know pay the quarterback and and, and that yeah, stuff that, and that makes sense yeah you know? and, and, and it's, it's just, like you know you, they're they're fine I mean that's what you do when you are in a position yeah so you do team. yeah yeah you you add on and you 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 spend the extra dollar to get over the hump or what you think is get over the hump and just the Giants haven't aren't even close to it they're not even they're not even close to a five hundred team um yeah. so I guess for head coaching like you want Flores you want Harbaugh too I'm sure yeah I mean I take Harbaugh the, the thing I don't want is to make another like Joe Judge type hire like go for that like you know the home run yeah the you know like the, the needle on the talk hay, about the needle in the haystack like oh we found yeah your, exactly can you ever think of someone that's been like he was really highly regarded after his first year by like in the nfl circles and by giant fans and like a year later like there was such a big change like as big as i can recall yeah I like mean, he went from like he went from like oh he's the ne-, like people literally saying not smart people but saying like some people said he has Belichick-like qualities as a Belichick guy. And, again, his tree doesn't have a ton of success in the NFL. So take that with a grain of salt. But, like, people were saying, like, oh, he he could be Belichick-like. He's, you know, he's got, you know, he fits the mold of, of someone like him. Saying things like that to, like, an Adam Gase-like. Like, literally, like, like you look, like, someone like you looked at, like, Adam Gase. And maybe even worse in the sense where, like, Adam, Adam Gase, like, I don't know. Like, he, I know he had that one press conference, but, like, you know, Joe Judge is saying all this progress they're making game in and game out, and they're scoring three and six points. He's like, oh, we're getting so much better, and, like, you can really see, like, we're laying the foundation and all this shit. And, like, he's just lying through his teeth, and he, he every time he would just double down, double down, and he just keeps digging himself in the hole, and he just kept looking dumber and making fun of other teams. Like, dude, you have the worst offense I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. You have a worse offense than the Jets last year. I didn't think that was possible. It really was. It really is crazy. And like they, they finished dead last. I'm assuming, right? Uh, after the last five weeks, I, I would I would assume. Um, I, I would, if I had to guess, I would probably say like 
12.9 points per game, if I had to guess. I don't think it was that. I think it, uh, I, if I'm going to have to say I'd probably like 16, 17 if I had to guess. Oh, it's I could definitely, be, I could be definitely under. It's definitely under 16. Um, scoring offense points per game. Wow, they weren't dead last. They were 31st. It was it was under. It was 15.2. 15.2. Okay, so right in the middle of where we said. Jack, 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 Jaguars were even worse. They had 14.9. Yeah. Um, wow. I don't get it. I do hope that Patrick Graham stays on or at least gets consideration to stay on because I do think he's done a, a good job with the defense relatively. Um, yeah, defense has been – I mean, when you're in such tough situations – That's the thing. Off, like, it's not, yeah, the offense just, hasn't done them any It's an automatic favors. punt. Like, if you get off on defense, it's so deflating. It's got to be so deflating where it's like, oh, we just got off on defense. Like, just don't bother – just grab your like helmet, minute, like we're going. Two minutes later, grab your helmet again, because we ran yeah. three and out for the seventh time today. Yeah, it's it's not great. Um, I don't know what they're gonna do. I mean, they have to, and of course, like the Giants get these when there's like not fan like massive quarterback classes coming in. Um, so it is, but I don't know. I like Kenny Pickett a lot. Um, I don't know. My my thing is with this. Like I, I would say I think most Giants fans would agree that edge rusher and uh, offensive line are our two biggest areas of need. But my my argument to that and and that's like and those guys are available in the in the draft at our positions. You know, we can get we, we might have a chance at Evan Neal, who's the best offensive tackle in the draft by a mile. Yeah. And we might have, and we will have a chance at one of the at a, at a, we might not be one of the top two edge rushers, but uh, the kid from Purdue, Carolitis or whatever. Carolitis. Yeah, I, I like I like both him. I'm looking at him with the Jets too. Yeah. Um. So he needs. and that's like he he'll 100 percent be available for us. Um. But then so will Kenny Pickett. And my argument to like, well, it's great to draft like, to draft a, a take those that left tackle and that, um, defensive end. Let's say you draft both of them, and they're both Hall of Famers. Couldn't have worked out better. Are they are they a, a contender next year? No. Are they no. contender the year after? No. They're not a contender until you get a quarterback. You when you have top picks like this, you have to take a swing. How many fucking times has it worked out when they're like, oh, we'll draft the guy who was like really nasty in college in the second or third round that like people aren't talking about, like the you know someone like Drew Locke, someone like Geno Smith. It just outside it of Russell Wilson, when the fuck has that worked out? You know. Yeah, Dak, Russell Wilson. It just doesn't. It doesn't happen. It doesn't you know? happen. You know, and like. Okay, you're, you're like best case scenario in that is like a, a I hate Derek the argument. Carr. People are like, people like Brady went in this round or Dak. It's like, yeah, it's like there's like three names and then after exactly. that, it's yeah. yeah. How about and the like, 750 other guys that never made it out of training camp that you took in the yeah. fourth round? You know, so I I just don't I don't I don't see how you justify not drafting a quarterback at five because Kenny Pickett's going to be there at five. Um, no one, Definitely. no one ahead of us really needs a quarterback besides the Texans, and that's like kind of a sticky situation in terms of like, do they really like Davis Mills? Do they? What's going on with Deshaun Watson? Like, he may never play for the Texans again, but maybe you can turn him into a quarterback. You know, maybe you, maybe you trade him to Miami and you get to it in return. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I don't. I think they go with with like a cornerback or or, or Evan Neal or um, someone like that. Or if one of the edge rushers falls, um, but they could take Pickett. But I, I don't. I think uh, if I'm the Giants, they take Pickett at five, and we take 
best available edge rusher or offensive tackle, whichever one you have ranked higher at seven. Um, yeah. That seems like the best to me because because you can find I, I'd even lean more towards tackle because you can find edge rushers. You know what I mean? It's like getting edge rushers in the NFL is like the equivalent of finding shooting in the NBA almost like you can get guys who they just do that and they're competent at that. They're not all pros They're but they create pressure. They they're going to get, you know, six, seven, eight sacks in a year. You know, they, you can get edge rushers. You know, so but you can't just like pick up great offensive linemen, you know, they just they don't they don't get left on the on the waiver wire or on the free agent list. You know, a guy like Marcus Golden, the Giants signed out of nowhere, like, you know, three years ago, had 10 sacks for us, you know, Um, and we paid him two million dollars. So you can find that talent. So that's why I'd probably lean offensive line. But outside the court, but yeah, I don't understand the the not wanting to draft Kenny Pickett um at a, for a quarterback cuz you got to take a swing. You got I'd rather The thing is Daniel Jones is on the roster next year, right? So that's probably like Yeah, well that's that's the second fold. Like I I'm totally fine with Dan coming in next year and like Daniel Jones is the starter and Pickett is behind him for 8 games, you know, or 10 games or whatever it is, you know. I know it's going to be like a Justin Field situation this year where it's like you know, as soon as we don't win, it's going to be, all right, pick, where's Pickett, you know? But, like, they have to just, like, we're not going to be good next year. We're not. We're not. We're going to be a bottom 10 or 12 team next year. Um, so we need to accept that. Like, we're in, you know, unless Kenny Pickett comes out and he's fucking Joe Montana's rookie year, maybe we win seven, eight games, you know, and we're the 15th worst team or the 18th worst team. Um but yeah, we just need to, if you're going to rebuild it, you got to you can't do anything until you get a quarterback. I you know, it doesn't you could draft Hall of Famers at every position. You're not going to be good if you have Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback, you know? No, you're not. It just doesn't make sense to me. So that's where I would go, but I mean, enough about the Giants. Uh I get, speaking of Justin Fields, Bears fans finally got their wish with Matt Nagy gone. They also fired GM Ryan Pace. A lot of teams clearing house, so the Giants Vikings, Bears, all fired both the GM and the coach. Um, but the uh, pace has been there for a while, I feel like. Like 10, 15 years, right? I'm not sure. A Bears GM. I know he's been there definitely before uh, Nagy. Oh, yeah. Um, so... But yeah, I mean, that, Nagy's another guy. It's like why I'm, I don't like trust Eric Bieniemy, and maybe it's why he hasn't gotten a job yet, the Chiefs' offensive coordinator. But every because every year he's been like a you know a top three hot name candidate for head coaching jobs. But Nagy's now the second guy that's come out of the K- Kansas City Chief, from running the Kansas City Chiefs' fantastic offense and isn't a good head coach. So now would Bieniemy follow that trend, or is he different? You know, it, it's impossible to tell, but. Maybe that's causing some teams some reservations. And, you know, really Andy Reid is pulling more levers there than possible. And also, by the way, you have Patrick Mahomes and Tyree Kill. And I think and, a big issue with him is that I know he's very well liked, but I think an issue is he doesn't call the plays. Well, so, yeah, there, so there you go, you know. You know, mean, he does, you what know, does an like, offensive coordinator do if he's not calling the plays? I don't – honestly, I don't know. Like, I'm sure he works with the personnel and, like – Yeah, you're working with personnel. You're helping the game – put together the game plan obviously there's like back end like scouting work and whatnot but like yeah it's like it's all in an effort to be able to how to know how to call games 
Yeah, know? we and like we get it. Andy Reid is really good at that, but like you know, like could wouldn't it be better served if like Andy Reid could do other things and like if you had someone that was really good or nearly as good, he calls the plays, and like I don't know, like how hard can calling plays be when you have that offensive Ross like lineup like how how you know yeah yeah there shouldn't oh, that's like and like and like when you when you've been around for five or six years with that same team it's like it's not like you're walking into something new you know the personnel like you know like what plays guys like what don't like you know guys tendencies like you like you've been with M- McCall Hardman like for years you know like where he likes it like you know like even guys like Byron Pringle and like you've been with Kelsey almost his whole career like you know. Like, you know, you know everything about these guys, really. You shouldn't. I'm sure he does because, like, I've heard very good things about him. So you should know what puts them in positions to succeed. And I'm not saying he doesn't, but we just don't know if he can because he just simply hasn't done it. Exactly. Yeah, I don't I don't know where he, he's going to go. Um, where What do you think is the best job available now? Because, like, take it from the other angle. Where, what job? Because you have now the... So what are the, we looking at? The Giants? The, the Jaguars, Giants, uh, Raiders. Uh, maybe the Raiders won't. Raiders. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think they might keep that guy because when they when they came when they made that hire, they they really can't move on to, from him. Be to be honest, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, because he, he he was great. He was great considering all that team went through and what he came into, just thrust into it. I mean, you can't you can't knock that guy at all. What's his name? I forget his name. What is uh, it like? Ah, uh, Bossy Rich, something. Rich something. Yeah, it's Rich. Bassiag or something. But ba- yeah, ba- Bachiag, Bachiari, something too like hard. that. Yeah, it's too hard. Um, to... Yeah, so we got the the yeah the 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 Jaguars, the Giants, the Bears, the Broncos, the Vikings, and the Dolphins. I mean, the Dolphins got to be the best job available, right? Yeah, I think the Dolphins because you're in prime position to get a quarterback. You can look, you can move off of Tua if you want to. You can stay with Tua. You can acquire someone like Deshaun Watson. Um, you know, you you're a, they're a good team, honestly. They're a really solid team. They got talent on both sides of the ball. You have one of the best young receivers that doesn't get talked about enough in Jalen Waddle. Gaskin had a yeah. good year when he was healthy. You got a young one of the top five to ten tight ends in Gasecki. Um, and they might they they're gonna have money to sign. Like I wouldn't be surprised to see them go money. after a guy like like a guy like Mike Williams because um, what's his name is gonna that Will Fuller. Good... Will Fuller's probably gonna leave, but yeah, Mike Williams. You know, finally had his breakout year, and he might. That would be a perfect fit because he's like the fifty fifty ball guy, and Jalen Waddles like the the PPR like uh you know like catch everything guy like underneath and like speed guy. It would be yeah. a really, really good compliment. Um, I mean, you know, not to say that he's like Keenan Allen, but he's probably at this point he's got more upside than someone like Keenan Allen. And, like he's definitely more talented than Keenan. Um, like, just phys- younger in physical attributes. Like he's definitely, you know, like so if you could have a, that type of dynamic where you got one guy doing the work underneath and like. You know, he kind of like catches these five to ten yard balls or line of scrimmage, and he just kind of weaves his way upfield like a like a punter kick return. He's really skilled with the ball after he catches it, and then yeah, Mike Williams is really good at what he does. He's not consistent game to game, but he he's really good at getting those you know those fifty fifty balls. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like would Tua maybe Tua would benefit from someone like him, but 
Also, his skill set really isn't that. So, I, I mean, I look, Tua's okay. He, he like, I, I feel like we know what Tua is. Like, Tua is a competent starting quarterback. But, yeah. like, I don't think you're winning much with Tua. Yeah, I mean, I think he played well enough this year and improved enough this year that you can say if there's improvements in year, like there, there's a world where he, he becomes like a, not a top quarter, but like you can win a Super Bowl with him, you know, with a great team, like a, I don't know, someone like Joe Flacco, you know, that like. I see, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so, because I don't think, look, like uh, I've like, so similar thing with the Patriots right now, like when the Patriots, and I like Mac Jones a lot, I'm a big Mac Jones fan, but when the Patriots get down in games, they do not win. Like when they get down more than like 10 points, like, they're not going to come back and win that game. Like their offense isn't set up for it, uh, or just right now, Mac Jones isn't at that spot. Like where, like, like when Mac Jones is versing these crappy middle of the road teams and he's play action, like he looks great and he's done really good, exceeded expectations for a rookie. But when you need Mac Jones to win the game and drop back, he can't do it right now. I think that's pretty clear. Yeah. And like I think well, it's kind like of the a, same with two of them. I think Brady like could a, at that time. That was a big difference between Jones and yeah. Brady. Like everyone talks yeah, about, definitely. oh, Mac Jones is like more talented than Brady at this time. He's putting up better numbers, which you know, yeah. in, in, in a sense, I guess is true. But Brady was the clutch guy from the get go. Like that's how he got his job. You know? Yeah, definitely. And like that's where with like Tua, like if you're down like ten to fourteen points to like the Packers or like the Chiefs or like you know whatever, like a like you know like like Tua is not leading you that comeback. Like he's just not. No. So that's like not that's right where now. like. It, it, all I'm saying oh, is not, I think he played – he showed enough this year compared to last year that he deserves – He did. To me, I think he's like – to me right now, I view him not saying he can't – but like right now, he plays like a Teddy Bridgewater. He's very conservative. Like he doesn't really like – he's plays pretty smart for the most point. Like he dip, he dinks and dunks. His yards per attempt is very, very, very low. He's like a game manager, really. And then he makes one or two throws, and he takes care of the ball, and then he makes one or two throws that are absolutely the worst throws I've ever seen. Like, no no one even remotely close. Like, 10 yards behind the receiver, triple coverage, and he throws it. And it's like, he does, like, a couple of those a game. And it's and it's and it's absolutely mind-boggling, like, how bad. And it's only, like, a couple times a game. It's really weird. So... I would want to move on for someone like Tua and get someone like Watson. Like, if you can package Tua and draft picks and get Watson or, you know, a quarterback like that that's going to be on the move. I can't really think of any. Matt Ryan's not it. Uh, or, like, if you want, if you can possibly get Aaron Rodgers somehow, if you can get Russ. Um, Russ, if you can get Russ. That's where I'm saying, like, I'm, you know, if, if you could, like, Tua's played well enough where you can use him as an asset. You can use mm-hmm. him. You could chop him to the Texans. You can chop him to the Seahawks. Like you're the Seahawks, and you get two. Or you're like, okay, like we're moving on. Like we're getting us, like has some similarities to Russ, like game manager early on. Like maybe that's like, like the prototype that he if he wants to follow. You know, can is mobile, doesn't run as much as as Russ did, but you know, is careful with the ball. Like you know, they could see. I could see how you could see a young. Similar to a young Russ, not saying he'll be that at all because he won't be Russell Wilson, but you know, does it takes care of the ball for the most part and is 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 pretty competent and can run an offense. Uh, yeah, like you know, and you're getting a bunch of draft capital in return. That's how I would want to deal with the Tua situation. I found the Dolphins, and that's why I also think why it's such an advantageous situation for a new GM uh, or head coach to to walk into because you have so many options. You really, yeah, yeah, exactly. You also like you. Like we we kind of know what Tua is, but in a sense you don't. Like he's still at that stage where 
you could you can market him in the trade in a trade as like yeah he can be your franchise guy like look at look at his improvements from year one to two I mean you're talking about a guy who by the numbers was statistically the highest rated quarterback in college football history um, so he's not he's accurate as hell doesn't do it you know he, he does have mobility so there's still weight but like if you go through a whole another season with Tua and he just kind of is the same or gets a little better. You know, you know what at the end of year three, you're gonna know more of what Tua is. You know? Yeah, and, and when and you're like, trading for a guy like Deshaun Watson, like it doesn't matter if Tua becomes a star too, because you know you're getting one. Oh, it does it, yeah, it doesn't matter. And 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 Tua could never become the star Watson Watson has. So you know, and Tua's numbers this year, like twenty six hundred yards. I mean, I mean he missed some games, I know. Ten or sixteen touchdowns, ten picks, like you know, it's very game manager-like, 67%, which is very nice to see, and that's what he does. High percentage throws in that offense, a lot of crossing stuff to Waddle, and, and you know, he got a real, and, you know, he got a really good receiver in Waddle, and he did, he had a good rapport, but, um, you know, I, I don't think he's a franchise guy. He's like a, to me, he's like a French franchise guy, but you can ship him, you can chop him such as, like, a franchise guy. Like, this isn't, it's, he's not a throw-in. He's not a Daniel, you know, like he's not like a Daniel Jones, like you no, know. He's definitely like, not a throw-in. He's a, I mean, it, you could argue he's like a centerpiece in to some teams, you know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if, you're not, to be honest, if the other though, guy coming back isn't fucking Deshaun Watson, then yeah, if you're getting you know draft picks or like you know you're trading for a wide receiver, whatever it is, player to player trades are so rare in the NFL. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if you're sending him to the Lions for two draft picks, they two is the centerpiece, you know. To be honest, so, though, if you if you if you're the Texans, though, you got in Davis Mills. Uh, Davis Mills had a really nice year for them. I know, I was, and he had the same numbers. He had 16 touchdowns, 10 picks, 2,600 yards. Literally the same numbers. Um, I want to see, and well, and he's much younger, obviously. Like he hasn't, you know, one less year. So I was very impressed with Davis Mills. You can't, and like many, literally, uh, literally the same exact rating, literally the same, same everything. Um, how many what? Between Tua and Mills, you're saying? Literally the same touchdown, same picks, same yards. I think uh, one point lower in uh, passer rating for um, Davis Mills. So, like, you know, numbers isn't everything. Like, they're different players. They play they play, play it differently. But, you know, like, is can you make the case that is Tua for sure a significant impact uh, upgrade over Davis Mills? I don't think you could make that case that he is for sure at all. Um, no, I mean, you, yeah, conventional wisdom would say, yeah, but you can't, you certainly you think can, so. Like, I mean, and, and yeah. he, he's probably better, but like a significant upgrade. No, he's not a significant upgrade at this point. Like to, uh, Davis Mills had a really nice rookie year. He could build off that his second year or he could be nothing. We don't know yet. But if you're a team like the Seahawks, Russ, we know he wants to get out. Um, that's not a, that's not a consolation prize getting Russell Wilson at this point. He's still got three to four really solid high-level playing years in his career. So I think if you can get him, and, and, you know, who do the Seahawks have? That's the issue with the Seahawks. The Seahawks have nothing. Like, the Texans have, like, oh, you know, we can go with Davis Mills. Uh, the, the Seahawks are like, oh, uh, we have Geno Smith? Uh, no, you have jack shit. Like, you, you don't have anything. Yeah. Yeah, the Seahawks are in trouble. Because what they're, without Russell Wilson, the Seahawks are like a, a bottom five or seven team in the NFL. Oh, less than that. They were a bottom seven team the whole year, and then they won one game at the end. And with the, Russ. The end, I mean, they Russ. didn't have Russ for, what, six games, but still. Um, but, yeah, so I know. think, you know, 
you're going to have to deliver a top five pick if you're getting rest. You're going to need to secure a quarterback, or you're going to need a young quarterback in that deal. And two would fit the mold. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Like that's a that's a certainly a, a way you can go. I mean, and the, the pa- I don't I don't think Aaron Rodgers is leaving anymore. Uh, I thought you know obviously that that looked a lot different a year or six months ago before the season, but I think it's I think he's he's there to stay now, especially if they go deep and if they make a Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl. Um, I find it hard because where's he gonna go? Where's he gonna go? Where's a better situation? You know. I mean, uh, I guess he could go to Miami, but is that really that much better? He could go Just to, Den- to like he could go to Denver too, and it'd be scary. Denver, I think, is similar because Denver can do other things too. Denver has dra- high draft capital. I don't think it's a be- I don't think it's a better situation to answer your question, but you know, Judy, like you're gonna see the you're gonna see the emergence of Judy Sutton, Patrick, uh, Fant will be his best self. Like Fant will be one of the best tight ends that, and I'm not even high on Fant. He'll be one of the best tight ends uh, Rodgers has ever had. You know, yeah, um, one of yeah, the most no, talented I mean, the, and youngest. I think, I think Denver's the, the only answer that you can make an argument for. And that and defense that is then, really good. Defense is super. They, number the one, fifteen good, weeks. But so, but fifteen so weeks, the, the number Packers one defense. defense. I know, but fifteen people sleep on them. Fifteen because once they traded Von Miller, everyone thought they were going to suck. Fifteen years is the number one scoring defense. So they really, they do have something to hang their hat on on defense, and they have position. They just need the quarterback. That's all they need. And so I think if you are if you are Rodgers, it's really, I mean the Steelers is potentially a choice as well. With Fryermuth would be, again probably the most talented tight end he or up there with tight ends. Deontay Claypool, like from an offensive standpoint, and Najee, that would be awesome. And defensively, they just need to figure out how to stop the run. They need to get linebackers and stop the run. Steelers would be a close second for me. Or, or in that Miami territory behind Denver, but they just can't stop the run, and that'd be an issue for me. But offensively, uh, Claypool's going to get unleashed. Deontay Johnson's going to be able to work it downfield. Fryermuth, obviously. Najee Harris, like the run game. I was going to say, yeah, like t- Pittsburgh's the team we're not talking about that's going to need a quarterback. Like that. That's a, that's a really good fit low-key. Like if they can figure out those holes on defense, Aaron Rodgers goes there. I mean, they're, name a, they're so name a better offense. Instantly. I mean, yeah. I think that's. I think. I mean, you're gonna. You would need help on the O line, and I'm sure they would address it in free agency and on in the draft. But if you get like one or two significant upgrades at line, like that's the best offense in the AFC, right there with the, right there with the Chiefs. And the and the, yeah. and the X factor is Najee. Like Najee's, Najee had a huge year, and he was really capped with his quarterback. And they're you know they're stacking stacking that box between. Ben can't throw the ball 20 yards down the field, and that line kind of sucked. So, I, I, you know, they would be really intriguing. But I really think, as you probably do, they're going to win it all. Yeah, I, I do. I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for them. I had uh, Chiefs-Packers as my Super Bowl to <clears throat> the beginning of the year. Um, you so did I'm, say I'm that. for that. I'm yeah, I, for that. I, that, that's been my, my pick the last, like, five, six weeks at least. It's it's gonna be the best game, you know. It's, yeah. But I think all of like the teams, like any kind of combination of th- there's very few like boring Super Bowl matchups in my mind, like potential Super Bowl matchups, you know, because you figure you're gonna get you're gonna get the Rams, uh, the Rams, Packers or Bucks in the NFC. Those are all fun teams. All maybe the maybe teams. even the Cowboys. Yeah. 
Um, and then in the in the AFC, like the Chiefs, obviously are the most. Um, Bengals are a really fun team. The Bengals are also fun. Uh, like the Titans don't do it for me. That would be like a board. Like if we got, I don't know, Titans Bucks, I'd be like, nah. Um, but but imagine if if Derrick Henry came back and Julio came is back and healthy, it could be. It's true. It's true. Um, yeah, I guess it's just they just they don't like. I guess they don't. It's Ryan Tannehill for me. I guess, but even like the Bills, yeah. I'd be excited. I think the Bills are fun. Like it would be cool to see Josh Allen and the Bills, Bills Mafia there. Like I'd be so down yeah. for a Bills Packers Super Bowl or Bills Rams or something. Yeah, I think that would be that would be fun. Um, so yeah, I think there's very few avenues to a boring Super Bowl this year, which is always exciting because there are times you do get a boring like. I don't remember like the the Ravens Niners that was such like a the you know yeah that was who cares? um you know there's there was no like real storyline outside of the brothers that, yeah you know, outside of the Harbaugh element it was I just, mean who are the quarterbacks Kaepernick and Flacco. Flacco Kaepernick and Flacco yeah that's pretty gross yeah it wasn't great um so yeah that's that I think NFL fans should be excited about it this is going to be a good playoff uh I'm not here for the Monday playoff game, though. I'd be pissed if I was the Rams and the, or the oh, Rams and the Cardinals. Because then you got to turn around. You get six days rest. You know, Look, I'm fine. I'm fine as a viewer. Three days of playoff football. I'm with it. Yeah, that, as a viewer, it's fine. But I'd be, I'd be furious if I was a player. You know, oh yeah, for sure. Now they're calling it the Super Wild Card Weekend. You know, just to get that extra fucking Word. term in there. Now it's a new thing. Market that it's just all it's all it's all a bunch of bullshit. Um, but let's uh, enough about the teams that are not playing anymore. Let's let's talk about teams that are playing. Uh, first of all, we'll start it off by just going quickly over that the Sunday night game to close out the NFL season. I mean, that's that's got to be one of the best games we've ever seen. Oh yeah, almost definitely the best game of the season. I couldn't. I can't think of a game that was more entertaining than that. That was the best game. No question. And how about them just the Chargers calling themselves a timeout out of the playoffs? They in, that absolutely where they were in the playoffs and they called that timeout. And Brandon then, Staley, no. I don't think Brandon Staley should have a job right now. I mean, for how much he goes for it on fourth down all the time, and it really doesn't hasn't paid off for him with a really talent with such a talented roster. He just hasn't been able to put the pieces together. I know Lynn couldn't do it, but. He just and like he just doesn't manage the game well. I just I've said it all year. Like he sucks and like like he literally is the reason they're not in the playoffs. He yeah, is the I, sole I, reason. I don't... Like Herbert played great. The defense had some stops here and there. Like the def- they had stops at the end to get the ball back. I mean, you know, I mean Eckler little Eckler literally asked the guy. He's like, "Were you guys gonna need like gonna knee it?" He's like, "Yeah, we were gonna knee it." Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, all these like you know, big J journo school guy. You know, blue check mark saying, "Oh, you idiots!" Like they were trying to do this and that. Like they weren't gonna. The Raiders weren't gonna do that. They weren't gonna kneel it. Like yeah, they were. They literally said There's it. like multiple videos of people saying it. Derek Carr said it in the post game interview. Yes, it changed our mind. Yeah. What do you? I mean, it doesn't matter what like, you can debate why the. Why the steel or the Steelers, the uh, Chargers did it, but it absolutely took them out of the playoffs. Whether it was intended or not, they tried to get cute and win the game. I don't know, but what are you doing? 
You know, you're you're not in the playoffs right now because you called that timeout. Plain and simple. There's no other way to put it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I think it was nice to get Ben Ben uh, Roethlisberger in another playoffs. Not like upset. Shitty about matchup. That. I, yeah, definitely pumped for the Steelers. The Colts blowing as well. Wentz was a disaster. I mean, he's yeah, the playing Colts, the worst I mean, game of his career. Yeah, I think he threw he threw picks on back to back passes. Like threw a pick, they got it, they scored, got the ball back, threw a pick on the first play of the next drive. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, I think like the Colts probably got to move on from him, and they're not going to. But they had an elite defense. They had a very good to great to elite defense this year. They took they took had more takeaways than I think anyone in the AFC. You had the best one of the best runners ever running seasons ever from Jonathan Taylor you had the emergence from Pittman you had so many good things I mean you're missing a really good tight end maybe you want another good wide receiver you really have everything like what do you not have like Carson Wentz needs to make four to five big throws in a game and he doesn't do that for you he just doesn't make those throws the come to come back it's the same thing to come back like and win the game can Carson Wentz do it no he can't had a great year numbers wise yeah yeah, Wentz, I mean, you know, I think you, the defense of Wentz is that he showed he can kind of be back of that, but he's also, it's not he like you're expecting he can, like a huge jump from him again, you know? Look, he it's, managed the game. Rookie. He managed the game really well, and like, uh, he managed the game really well, but when they put the the game in his hands, he couldn't deliver. He couldn't do it against the Titans. He couldn't do it against the freaking Jaguars. He couldn't do it against the Raiders. He couldn't. They had two games against the Raiders and Jaguars. You couldn't win either of those. I know the Raiders are a nice story, but come on. You couldn't win one of those games. Like, yeah. he can't get it done when it matters. And it's like like a lot of Kirk Cousins-type questions have been that. But Kirk Cousins have never had a defense as good as, like, he's never had, like, a top three, def- top four defense like this. And, and the best running back, like, I mean, I know Cook's really good uh, recently. But, like, Jonathan Taylor, one of the best rushing seasons ever in history. So, like. Like I, yeah. I, I mean, and I don't dislike Wentz. I really don't hate him, but if you're the call, I mean, there's no real better options. That's the thing. But it's like I feel That's like the, yeah, exactly. And they don't have the draft capital either because Wentz cost well, them like, the first round pick because he played well. Yes, and going into next year, are you like yeah, we're we can win the Super Bowl with Carson Wentz as our quarterback? I'm like no, we can't right now. No, no, no. Uh, which is you know upsetting, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of. I think this is going to be a very big. Could be potentially be a very m- big musical chairs off season um, with both head coaches and quarterbacks. Yeah, um, it could be. Yeah, so well, and the, the draft is going to be interesting. There's a lot of teams with um, a lot of draft capital, so we could could see a lot of trades. You know, um, the Giants have two picks in the top ten. The Jets have two picks in the top ten. Uh, the Eagles have three first round picks. Uh, the Lions have two first-round picks. There's a, a whole handful of teams with with a lot to uh, a lot of stuff to to trade. So, you know, it's and it's good that those are the teams with need. Like those are the teams that are kind of worse. You know, so they can they can use that draft capital to really make some deals. Um, mm-hmm. But I get looking ahead to the the slate of games this week. What are you uh, what are you liking the most? What, uh, what, what game are you looking forward to the most? What game am I looking forward to the most? Uh, probably Niners-Cowboys. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. I really think that's a really good matchup. Dak is going to shred that secondary apart, so I think it's a really good matchup from that standpoint. But also, 
the Niners are great at running the ball, and if you if there's a hole in Dallas's defense, it's definitely stopping the run, um, and that's how you can beat them. So I'm really kind of really having a tough time picking that one. I mean, I'm sure Diggs will probably pick off. It kind of that's what it comes off to. If Jimmy, if Jimmy, if you're gonna tell me Jimmy like has one or le- one or less turnovers, like yeah, the Niners probably gonna win. But if like even if he turns it over once, they could lose. But like if they play mistake free ball, they're probably gonna win. But like if Diggs has an interception, if Parsons is making plays, I'll probably pick Dallas minus three because their t- their team is so talented, and I think they'll probably make some big plays on defense. Um, and I think Dak's going to be really successful, but that's that's a tough game for me to pick. What's your uh, what's your favorite bet? I mean, I guess we'll we'll save that for later. But are there any like bet? Is there one bet that you're just like, oh my god, give it to me? You know, um, that's a big line for the Steelers. Twelve and a half. I know it's the Chiefs at home in the playoffs, but twelve and a half is a lot, man. Honestly, there's none that scream out to me like amazing. I would probably have to say. Rams minus four. Yeah, I think we, you know, I think we can just kind of like talk through these instead of you know going down with picks. Like we could just go go through. Yeah, the Monday know, game. What the Monday game? I, I mean, yeah, I mean, think about it. The Cardinals have lost four of their last five. Um, oh wait, no, so yeah, f- four of their last five, I believe. Um, and their that one win was against Dallas, and they almost blew that one. Before that, their wins were against Chicago and Seattle. So they really haven't done much in weeks. So I kind of like the Rams minus four. I think the Rams are Stafford's bad at big games. But I think they got Akers back. Maybe Akers will help them out. The defense, the second time they played the Cardinals, said a lot about, um, I think, the Cardinals not being the team that many people thought they were. Uh, I always kind of thought the Cardinals would be a one-and-done team, and now they've lost four or five. They lost 30-23 to in that game. I don't even think it was that close. Um, I mean, and they have no DeAndre Hopkins, let's be honest. Without DeAndre Hopkins, that's a, that's a huge reason why they haven't had success. <clears throat> I didn't think yeah. he would affect them as much as it did either. I, I'm a little... I, I thought they would still be able to with Kirk and Moore's been out a little bit, but Green and I think I thought they would still be able to, and Ertz I th- I thought they'd still be able to do some stuff and they they really can't. Their offense is yeah it, it doesn't it doesn't make it doesn't make sense um, especially Connor being you know Connor has played well he's been a touchdown machine at least uh, not necessarily putting up massive yards but. Um uh, wait Ra- Raiders Bengals we got Bengals minus five and a half. I think I'm taking the Bengals. Um, I, I think I am too. I, you know, as much as the Raiders have become somewhat of a feel-good story, I think that's what Joe I think Burrow it is. is going to throw all over them. With Me Jamar too. Chase. Jamar Chase is going to have you know 165 yards with two touchdowns, ten catches. Me too. I think I think Vegas wants you to take the Raiders um, because they're like people like normally fade. Like I think, I think. Not a lot of people are on the Raiders, and now recently, because of these amazing games and everything, it's like, oh, the Raiders are America's team. Like John Madden died. Like everyone's, no one's rooting against them, really. Like you know, like especially after John Madden. So, I think, uh, I think. I wonder I, if if casinos are seeing like I wonder if the the Raiders lines are inflated this year now because they're now a, 
the, the Las Vegas team. So like all those people are, that's the local market for them. So they're all betting, you know, there's obviously going to be more people betting favorably towards the Raiders in your hometown, you know? So True. I wonder if like the, the Raiders have been, their lines have been inflated at least locally, like in, in the actual sports books on, in Vegas. Um, it's possible. Yeah. That's Yeah. Um, all right, then uh, Patriots, Bills, Bills minus four at home. I feel like this is right where that line should be. You know, I thought if I, I guessed, I looked, I guessed this morning without looking, I said three and a half, um, but four, you know, I, I get it. Um, I think that's like what they are. I think the Bills are like a, you know, roughly four points better. Like that's how, that's the difference it should be. Um, especially I, I at like, home. I like the Pats here. Plus four. That's fair. I, yeah, I'm not saying like I necessarily I'm gonna bet the Bills, but I think I think that line is appropriate. I just I think, think Bill, any... Belichick seeing a team three times can only be a positive. The first game they dominated. It was a weird run game. Um, Bills were home for that. The second game, uh, you know, I think I think I think we're gonna see a game in between. The first game they dominated. There was three passes by Mac Jones. The second time, Patriots defense didn't stop. They didn't punt once. Uh, Josh Allen and the Bills didn't punch punch once. It's safe to say both those two won't happen. The Bills will punt more than one or more times, probably more than one time. And it's safe to say Mac's going to throw more than three or four passes. He's going to have to throw the ball around a little bit more. Um, so I think I think they're pretty evenly matched teams, honestly. And for me, Belichick seeing a team a third time, um, I think he's going to be able to figure some things out with Josh Allen and, and at least limit him enough to keep the game close. So that's why I, I like the Pats plus four. Yeah. that's. A, I mean, I think the Belichick seeing him three times argument is the best argument you can make. Yeah. Um, you just... It's going to be a hostile environment, though. Going in the... In the it will. Bill, uh, you know, see the mafia at this time of year. It's tough. I can't imagine yeah. it's going to be great weather either. But, I mean, that, that you know, if there's any place that compares to Buffalo weather-wise, it's, it's New England and... Green Bay. Outside of that, no one else. Because now Minnesota or Minnesota plays inside, so yeah, there's no can't really do anything there. Um, we got Eagles plus eight and a half against the Bucks in Tampa. It's a lot of points, but it's also the Bucks. You know, is Evans gonna play? Is Evans like not injured? Well, he came back in that game. Oh yeah, that's true. I forgot. I I I was watching it going back and forth. Um, yeah, so that's good. I mean, they, they would have been cooked without Evans. You know, they don't have any, they got no receivers left if that's the case. Yeah, um, I'm leaning Eagles here, but I don't have a definitive stance. Yeah. I, I'd probably take the points too if I had the Eagles. If I had to, had to pick. Um, all right, Cowboys minus three against the Niners in Dallas. I said, uh, yeah, I like Cowboys minus three in that. Yeah, I think it depends on it. Jimmy G. You know, he. I thought he played better than I thought he would, or you know, they competed more than I thought they would against the, the Niner or the Rams. Sorry. They they won um, the game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, uh, you know, it all. I think it all depends on Jimmy G. How Jimmy G. Goes, but I mean, you know, that's, that's not a, a comfortable injury he has, um, and it's on his throwing hand. No. So. Yeah, I, I agree. We'll go with Dallas. You probably assume that he's gonna have. They're gonna cause a couple turnovers, and if they can win the turnover battle, that you know, you take those three points at, at home. Yeah. Um, 
Steelers getting 12 and a half in in Arrowhead against the Chiefs. It's a lot. By far the biggest spread of the week. Uh, yeah, 12 and a half. Where, I mean, the Chiefs are always, like, like we've, we've talked about all year, the, the Steelers covering spread, like big spreads as the underdog. Um, but one of the only times they didn't is when they played them and they were like a nine-point dog and they lost by like 30. Yeah, that's that's also true. Um, and that's pro- that probably what is factoring into why this game is so like why the line is so big on this game, um, because that's that's the Chiefs. You know, at any point they could beat almost any team in the league by twenty. You know, by three touchdowns. I don't think that's that's not a Steelers thing. That's a Chiefs thing. You know, um, so that, I don't know if I if I had to put money on, I think I would I would lean Steelers. Just I'm leaning Chiefs here. Uh, this would be a game I think to tease down under seven. Like if you could tease them from like twelve and a half to like five and a half and get under six points, I think that's a good a play. Parlay here. teaser, six yeah. point teaser. Yeah, I mean, and I think another another game that I'd like to tease is probably the Bucks down to minus two and a half. I think probably can confidently say the Bucks will win too. So if you can get the Bucks, I like actually the- like that. Yeah, that if you could, if you could, or even in the same game, I, I like teasing you do a six or seven point teaser and you tease that over so you get down to you, you so you have chiefs minus five and a half and over four over 39 that's that's pretty good parlay teaser in my mind i'll take that I'll yeah take i that like bet. it the only thing is the steelers might put up six points it's it's that's fair but. like the first the first yeah but i i probably like that one as well is that all the games yeah, I mean, well, the Rams Cardinals, which we already talked about, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's shaping up to be a very exciting um, playoffs. You know, wild card weekend. You know, these are there's not really a terrible matchup on here. I guess if yeah. honestly, if I had to guess, I'd say probably the Eagles Bucks is the game. As like a, a fan of a fan of no teams involved, the Eagles Bucks is probably the game that I'm like least pumped about watching. Yeah, definitely. Um. But you know it's still not a bad game. Uh, I guess. Well, while we're here, we, we I think we both said it before, but and I'm, my pick's not changing. But what are where are we thinking? Let's make Super Bowl picks now. You, are, same are you thing also as you. Saying Chiefs Packers, Packers over Chiefs. Yeah, same thing for me. Cool. Um, yeah, I think I, I would love to get it. The, the NFL world deserves a Mahomes Rogers Super Bowl. Yeah, it really does. It's like a it's like a Kobe Lebron Finals that we never got. You know. Mm-hmm. Or a LeBron MJ, I mean a, a MJ Kobe finals that we never got, you know. Yeah. Um, and there really probably isn't only probably got this year, next year, depending on how long Rogers plays, the year after, you know, even if he's great, who says the Packers are going to be, you know what I mean? So this might be the last chance at this happening. Um, so I really be. hope, I really hope that's what we get. I don't care. I would, I'll be rooting for the the Packers in that Super Bowl because I think Rogers deserves to have more than one Super Bowl because he certainly talented enough to do to have that um so i'll be rooting for the packers but i i'd be totally fine with any any either of them winning um i think it'd be yeah, a great same Super Bowl. yeah i agree and then if mahomes wins the other side of the coin is like now he's back in that that he's on that goat trajectory because you got yeah. now you have two super bowls before the age of what 25 26 yeah um that's that's no joke um, I think Roethlisberger was what, like twenty six, twenty seven when he won his second Super Bowl. I think so. I'm trying to, yeah, two thousand eight. I think he won his second Super Bowl. 
the Cardinals against mm-hmm. the Cardinals. Um, yeah, so going to be a real good playoffs. I, I hope we I hope we get the matchups we want in the Super Bowl or close to them. Um, but I think that's going to do it for this week. Uh, another solid episode. Everyone, be sure to go uh, check us out on all the socials, Bleacher Fan or Bleacher Fan Sports everywhere. Go rate and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave a comment how much you love us or hate us. We'll accept them all. Uh, and we'll be back next week.